0: what's up guys welcome back to kind of funnies the Conjury universe cinematic universe in review that's right we are ranking and reviewing every movie in the cuckoo very exciting stuff as always i'm tim gettys joined by big old Bathsheba himself craig miller hello (laughs) it doesn't get old to me guys the nun elise willems
1: they reference me in this one i think do they? they? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think no, I don't think they were oh, they sat, I sat, sat this one out, build, <laughs> rebuilding the height. <laughs>
0: Terrible. <laughs> uh, the crooked man, James Willems.
1: Someone get me a
0: bacchiotomy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Half-bake <laughs> reference, I see, okay.
0: And the old man from Conjuring 2, Nick Scarpino. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's wow, very, did? very, very exciting stuff. Yeah, very low-energy <laughs> Nick today.
2: Come on,
3: Nick. Before, I, okay, I'm sorry, I apologize.
0: Okay, actually, hold yeah, on. All right, are you here? know what? Nick
3: isn't some kind of giraffe at the zoo that just performs on command. <laughs> Tam All right, let I him, him warm up stew? to it. <laughs> I haven't
4: seen a giraffe do
3: anything but eat. When's it's last time you everything. went to the zoo, James? When's the last time you went to the zoo, zoo and you looked at that giraffe and you said he hasn't extended his neck yet?
4: I was
0: at the, zoo this, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> was at the zoo this morning. That giraffe is performing. The this morning. Oh man! Today we are talking about. The curse. I got sidetracked. It's check hard. To, it's You've
2: you forgotten the title of this amazing movie. Tim. Oh, my this God.
0: Oh, before. 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 Before we get in here Just enjoy <laughs> <a laughs> something. There's a role that I need to rig my here. Okay, here's the deal. You can watch this show live on slash kind of funny games, or you can watch it later on slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get the show as a podcast. Search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews. We'll be right. Right there for you if you want to get the show ad free you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our Patreon producers James Davis at James Davis makes James, Andrew James Andrew Davis Feist, James Davis let's go uh Andrew Feisner and the new Jeremy Zuccarello aka Z- no, the Zook a.k.a Zuko Delight we missed it on Internet Explorers yesterday
2: but we were calling uh Andrew Feisner um the fast Feisner, and then we were going to try to call Zukner the Furious Zook or is Zupner? Okay. Okay. I don't know. Okay. We're we're workshopping it still, guys. Okay. Okay. Is what right about I'm gonna drink my coke hazard. and stay
4: silent for the next. Why do you
1: have minutes? to be so negative?
4: <laughs> Come on, can't you enjoy something for once <laughs> in your life? Don't sip that coke. <laughs> Look it. how coy he
1: looks.
4: <laughs> You're
3: in I, don't got, uh, is, I don't know if you noticed this. Tim and I have tried to talk him out of it, but Nick's got this new thing. He turned over a new leaf with The Dark Knight, and that's just that he hates movies and he hates everything about him. So he's, okay. he's going to be a okay. big old well of black oh, hate um, over there, yeah. just oh, spewing yeah. out like the Amityville Horde. Let's go blah, back to I don't want to derail joke.
1: this. At least derail
0: all you want. What's up?
1: I saw some controversy happening. I see Nick's mm-hmm. apologizing mm-hmm. in videos, and I say, mm-hmm. "What is going on?" The drama. Yeah. And he bows about you to fun no house, one.
3: you funhouse, people, you wouldn't understand drama. And we are. We in don't the middle have of drama right, <laughs> right? We now. We're in it. the middle of <laughs> it right now. The fallout <laughs> of Nick Scarpino.
1: And I would, I would actually like Nick to retract the apology. Oh Here, whoa. Really I I think deep. I'm I'm in a new camp of fans where oh, I yeah. say, I want him to take that apology back.
0: Crystal?
2: You know what, Tim? Oh, no. That's where we're at. You know what, Tim? This video is gonna be called Nick Doesn't Apologize for Yet for Two Days Ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll, well,
0: let's save that for the KF podcast next week. because like God, I love I love that we just keep doing the same thing which is just titling our videos, we're sorry about the last video. Mm-hmm. And it keeps These working. These rubes. These it rubes are here I keep working. I'm like, what, are you,
3: what are they sorry for? Spoiler, we're up. not sorry for anything. Fuck you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's we're
3: sorry. It took us so long to figure out this
2: naming convention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that people oh, think man. they
2: did something bad. They click, they click on
0: our videos. <laughs> I love it. And also, Elise, I don't believe you that you want him to retract the statement. You no. need to watch the Dark Knight review to understand. You're, I love no.
1: fiery, opinionated Nick it's my favorite That's... thing the sass. What if I'm it's just
0: whiny about cry about baby, it. Nick? <laughs> I
1: just want to remind
4: everyone Elise only needs to stop in for maybe 45 to 60 minutes every single week. I feel like seven days worth oh, of firebrand nick is probably gonna burn out okay your mouth.
2: okay okay here's the deal with uh, if i can defend myself for a second with james Absolutely because not. james i look up to you i respect Absolutely you I, don't
3: <laughs> I
2: had i t- i started the whole review by saying i love the dark knight it is one of the all-time greatest movies ever made but, and that was your whole review oh, okay there's more but look okay, at me some, i'm, I'm some, like, like i'm like she's a, Kermit. a tea lizard i
1: have some <laughs> <laughs> small criticisms of it that show how great the movie
5: What's and up, everybody? Hold on, hold on, run. hold on. Discord kicks me out again, like Discord always Discord, likes to do. So... Discord
4: knew that Nick was on yeah. another one. Yeah. yeah. It's almost <laughs> as though Discord didn't want to hear this trash.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Dark Knight's garbage.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> See, this is what we deal with, guys. <laughs> but imagine imagine he says that, and then we all go like, what? No! And then he doubles down, and you just you it's two yeah, hours yeah. of... It- it's a gateway. It was criticism. not that bad. It's a gateway I had it was not that bad. I had it minor criticisms. It with... starts criticisms
2: of some of the choreography and how some of the scenes were. I think the editing in that movie is not great, but the movie itself is great.
1: Okay, all right. But okay. well, we're I...
4: here to talk about.
1: Well, if we I might say, on? one of my favorite things is that Nick takes something that's objectively good mm-hmm. and then he picks it apart. So, so I don't mind as much because we've We decided We decided the Dark Knight is one of the greatest cinematic achievements yeah. ever made. Mm-hmm. agreed, so agreed. i'm I'm totally fine. and I enjoy Nick mm-hmm. his diatribes and doing it.
2: I, I, I appreciate it. that at least because you you are the most I always say the most well-rounded and smartest out of anyone I've ever met.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well let's That's, let's see if he can still apply find things to criticize to another one of the, the greatest <laughs> I mean, movies. James, so <laughs> oh, I'm to, clearly your opinion went south somewhere around there <laughs> today we are talking about the curse of law yorona the title of the film roughly translates to the curse of the weeping woman
1: mm-hmm. damn wow Ooh. learning some shit
0: i'm gonna, I'm gonna shit. tell you
2: what this movie's worth it for one reason one reason right. only linda carnellini's guttural scream every time she screams it sounds like she took a football from like from
3: we have literally had meetings nick and tim starts them and says please just let me get through the opening facts
2: before you give it we opinions. have talked for 20 minutes on my my opinion on a different movie even- <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it
5: was it was six minutes Nick, just so, well, we, uh, they don't know that, that.
2: Barrett, thanks for ruining they don't know that they
0: don't know that oh god the Curse of La Llorona uh, released on April 19th 2019 now here is my favorite thing about this entire movie I don't know if you guys remember this but this was about a week after another movie came out Detective Pikachu and there was a little mix up little mix up that happened a oh, theater wow. in Montreal so Quebec right. was supposed to play Pokemon Detective Pikachu but after the trailers for Annabelle Comes Home joker and child's play were featured this film played instead causing the children in the audience to run out crying <laughs> yeah oh, yeah get them get them that is a good opening
4: scene to show to a room full of children too insane
0: because yeah, then, yeah those kids building. get murked <laughs> right off mm-hmm. <up> again get. <laughs> Uh, directed by Michael Chaves, Chaves began directing several short films, including The Maiden, which won the Best Super Short Horror Film Award at Shriekfest 2016. Uh, then he went on to direct the features The Curse of La Llorona, and he's doing the upcoming Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And that was the worst bit of trivia that I've read this entire time. It's not James Wan doing The Conjuring 3.
2: He's doing Aquaman 17. He's got Aquaman. Yeah, we got to
0: get and,
3: that Aquaman money.
1: Let me can I ask you Kobe a question. Oh, changed
3: everything. Maybe it'll, it'll all shake out okay. At yes, least.
2: at least. At least from Funhouse.
1: Um, so, I don't know if this is typical for kind of funny in review, but oh, if God. you're reviewing a franchise and then there's a piece of news that releases that's pertinent to that franchise, do you ever discuss it or is that mm-hmm. out of bounds? Well, the rules
0: are you can make a podcast within a podcast whenever the hell you want. So, at least if you want to make a podcast within a podcast right now, you just need to come up with a name and a jingle.
1: It's Patrick Wilson. Watch. Uh, Where is he now? Where is he now? Where's Patrick Wilson? Wilson. I'm Patrick. (laughs) 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 And news uh, released last week. uh, Patrick Wilson will be, in fact, director director (laughs) directoring. Wow. Uh, Mm -hmm. The next Conjuring movie? The fourth one? Right? Is that? Is that? What the, I don't actually don't remember what the news was specifically. <laughs> this is the worst podcast, of the podcast I've ever seen. No, it's
5: I, on I bar. think it was it, on it, bar. It, it was uh, Insidious, <laughs> the next Insidious. Insidious. Movie. Yeah. Thank
1: mm-hmm. you, Barrett. That is that is and, which actually I love Patrick Wilson, love him. Mm-hmm. However, I am a bit skeptical of this news because this is a directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Horror is tough, especially horror executing this type of nuanced horror is mm-hmm. very tough. So, though I love P Dubs. Listen,
4: he has the man, he has the invisible. He, he He's in a movie, but no one knows if he's in a movie and people forget if he's in movies, he's going to make the perfect <laughs> by the number. He's going to come in under budget. He's going to do everything he needs to do to just Patrick Wilson. I is this movie. It's going to be I'm great. Lying in bed, just like mm. Patrick.
2: Even <laughs> well, worse than
0: this movie. So. I, I love I Oh, my I love God. That, I love that Elise found a way. To bring up Insidious, even though she didn't mean to, <laughs> I sure I really the best <laughs> budget of nine million dollars and a box office of one hundred and twenty-three point one million dollars, becoming the lowest grossing film in the Conjuring franchise, Ugh. although still successful at the box office. A runtime of an hour and thirty-three minutes. <laughs> I remember this. Now, though. Nick, what's up?
2: I was gonna say I remember this having a, a fun trailer because I think the trailer for, or the, at least the clip that I saw originally, was the kids in the car, yeah. which I thought was a good, a good part of this movie. No, this movie's that. fine. I it's a very paint by numbers the, horror I,
4: movie. I thought none of this attention. movie I this is the first time watching any of seeing anything I had no idea what it was about other than the poster which was just like a lake I thought it was taking I thought this movie took place. I thought it was another period piece That was a kind of like the nun, and I thought it was gonna be in all in Spanish That is genuinely <laughs> Genuinely what I thought about this movie, and then when it opened, I was like, here we go. And then it goes, Los Angeles, 1972, (laughs) or whatever. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. How come 90% of ghost activity takes place in the greater Los Angeles area? Like, I don't understand. It's cheaper Um, to film there, I think. Yeah, I guess so.
3: (laughs) If you want, of course, uh, James, over on Shudder, they have La Llorona, which is not curse of La Llorona, and that's entirely in Spanish.
4: That's
0: what I want. Maybe we'd love to watch that <laughs> afterwards. So, this is the rare instance where this is the first time all of us, with the exception of Greg, have seen this movie before, right? Have seen this movie? Have not seen I, this movie before. I've not seen this movie, yeah. No. So, this oh, is yes. the like, yeah. So, so at what, least, what are your thoughts?
1: Love Linda Cardellini. I think she's enchanting to watch. Seems like a very, very lovely person. Always delivers a great performance. It's difficult to watch Raven Cruz and not think of Breaking Bad. Um, oh, yeah, he's the priest. And that's just all I kind he's of thought
2: about. Always the bad guy. And he's like, like, he's always the psycho. I think he was like a, a gangster in Training Day, too. And he was terrifying. Mm-hmm, he was. in that scene he was on yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. the table. So anytime he's like a priest, I'm like, no, nah, nah, this dude's going to kill someone. This guy's going to
4: fucking murder someone. But he was kind of like an edgy priest. He wasn't, he wasn't yours, a priest yeah. no by no more. their numbers. He was no, he was no. Was, what was the guy from uh, Annabelle? Tony uh, uh
3: Am- a. Mandola, Father Perez. Luckily he was in this Yeah, yeah one. Perez, yeah. That's what ties it all in. You know what I mean? He's like, listen, <laughs> I didn't believe in Jesus until I met this doll. All <laughs> right, yeah. now. Wait a minute. <laughs> Things get nuts around this place. <laughs> uh,
1: this movie didn't necessarily build out the Conjuring lore in a way that I would have hoped it would.
2: Hmm. Well, it's odd, too, because they have that other priest. And I was like, oh, he's going to step in and do this exorcism. he's like, no, I know another guy. And you're like, okay. Who's well, it going to be? Yeah, oh, why yeah. can't you
0: do it? That random dude that we saw earlier in the movie in a really awkward scene. Right. He's he he protecting scene. people. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, he, I thought he did a good job. And I like that actor because he was in a movie called Clear and Present Danger, where he played one of the original founding members of Rainbow Six, which is awesome. But <laughs> beyond that, I was just like, where is this movie going? And he didn't seem too scared the entire time. So I wasn't that scared, which actually was kind of comforting because I watched it late last night hmm yeah. Greg what's what are
0: your thoughts on this one I think this is a fun
3: one especially watching them all over the place Greg, as we have around this it's a fun horror movie you know here's the thing Nick doesn't like horror movies but he showed up for this one and now I gotta sit here and eat his shit every day I like I'm horror not gonna movies. Do it I like today good- I'm not gonna <laughs> do it today it's like a fun movie movies.
2: this is like a generic brand cereal where you're like I guess I'm eating it that's what I'm I mean I think it's go.
3: better than the last one we watched which is the the farmhouse one no, no, okay, the no, one before the
2: then. One the... No, I the one at the... Yeah, yeah. I'm having more fun.
3: I'm having You're insane. Fun. I have fun with this one. You know oh my I mean? god. I didn't have too much fun
1: with this one. No, oh, you're crazy. Oh, look at that, Greg. This, What's this
3: it feels
2: like, like being an outlier for the one first in your life? You're all fucking tall and beautiful over there. Oh, I want to put you in the head
3: so hard. <laughs> <to be fun. laughs> for me, I,
0: I really did not enjoy this one. I think that it just doesn't work as a horror movie. And I think that compared mm-hmm. to all the other Conjuring ones, it's like this feels so generic. It feels like the, the Conjuring elements are the most forced in. Like, it mm-hmm. feels like this movie wasn't a Conjuring movie, and then they made it a Conjuring movie. I don't have any evidence of that, but like... The inclusion of the priest in the scenes from Annabelle—it's like, how is this a Conjuring movie, a Cuckoo movie, right? Yeah, like, I mean, at I least, mean, at least with the like, nun. does the
3: necklace ever show up in their like a uh, treasure trove of rooms or anything like that?
2: No, I don't know. No, I right, so. like I mean, that's right. the thing
3: where it's it's, just, it's a goat sure
2: happening in their really. universe. I'm sure yeah. they like, <laughs> can digitally put it in there. I mean, exactly like, so really far
0: they didn't, and like for me, it's like even just looking at this as a movie, it's like, at least with the nun we were talking about last week, if if we didn't know anything about the cuckoo watching it, it was it's a fun horror movie, like with what Greg's Mm -hmm. saying, not a good one, but like whatever. It's fine with this one. Every single scare does the stupid like jump cut, like snap edit things where it's like, this isn't scary. Like there wasn't a a, single moment in this that was scary to me. It's like generic jump scares that don't work because the sound design was super off on it. And on top of that, it was just like builds up in a way where we see the scary thing so early in this movie and it doesn't ever ramp up in what she's doing that's interesting mm-hmm. it's always just there's no face in the shot <sighs> oh that got that's it mm-hmm. that got me yeah we just you, made it the curse of tim you know,
2: tim you're spot on and here's and this is this for me this is paint very paint by numbers like they just had to get this horror movie out because they needed mm-hmm. to make some money it fails on two levels for me one they don't you don't care about the characters and i think a lot, what i'm learning a lot with the, with these movies is the ones that i really vibe with are the ones where i care more about the human tale of what's going on that the actual people than the than, than the ghost or the ghoul that's haunting these people that's right surprising. and i think for i think which one was the one with the farmhouse with all the kids i just described annabelle all too. of Creation. them I know. annabelle 2. that one to me i was like this is the most fascinating one because i actually care about the story regardless of whether these people are being haunted in this one it's just so generic and it almost insults the audience because they, they're like, we, it, it feels like the entire thing was rushed. There's a moment where they run up to the attic and I'm like, oh, finally, these kids are going to have to play this, the, the, the typical hide and seek game where we don't know if the ghoul can see them. But spoilers, the ghoul can see them, but they're sneaking. No, no, no. We just they're just up there and shit just starts moving she around, moves like it's, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not there's no sense of pacing and there's no sense of tension. They don't let the characters exist there. Like uh, like James Wan does in the first Conjuring, where we just sit with them and we have time to get claustrophobic, and we have time to realize there's something outside of the frame that we can't see because we're with this character, but we're never in that moment. Maybe a little bit in the car, but but they just blew past that so so quickly.
0: I, yeah, I the felt- trailer was fantastic. Where it's the car scene. And I think that this movie has only two scenes that I really genuinely enjoyed. And the car scene was one of them with the end of it where the the lock pops up. But it's actually Linda Cardellini. I was like, you got me. That was good. I enjoyed <laughs> oh, that man. a lot. Oh, and man. the bit where uh, it's actually the the other mom, the mom of the kids that died in the beginning of the movie uh, crossing sure. into the Dra- dragon like, or whatever. Would you like to um... into the house and like was allowed to cross the line? I was like, what what's happening here? And then it's revealed as her. I was like, "That oh, was actually kind of clever. Yeah. Like that, that was that was pretty cool. Did
2: you, did you like? Did you like the one where the kid, um, despite being terrified the entire time, just goes, "I'm going to open this front door and I'm for a minutes reach for my minutes, doll because yeah. that's what's important right now." And She's I know people that the chat are going to be like, "She's a kid." If, if put yourself in that situation, <laughs> you've been terrified. Three days straight. You've got burns on your arms and you're a kid. You'd be fucking traumatized. The last thing you'd need is that stupid toy out there. Especially when the fucking guy, the drug dealer from Breaking Bad's like, don't go out there. I'll fucking kill you, kid. She's like, I'm going to get this toy. Not scared at all. Just reaches over there. And I'm like, I, at this point, this, this is a cardinal sin for me in any movie. When I start rooting for the demon to win, <laughs> that's when I know they've done it
4: wrong. I, I think for I'm me, kill this kid. it's weird because like we're talking about how good the trailer is. I think watching it, I was like, oh, these are good moments, but I feel like they're filmed, they're, like, portrayed in such a vanilla way that they, they lessen them. I think the stuff, like, in the car, I think them feeling like, like, they're trapped in this house is really good, and even, like, the opening stuff, like, with the, the kids, like, the first kids who were, like, in their, you know, they're pulled for Child Protective Services, and they're, like, in this place, like for whatever reason I was watching and I was going like, this should be scary, mm-hmm. but I am not necessarily scared. And I think maybe some of it overall has to do with this movie. Isn't as good at moving the perspective from the children to the, to the adults. Like it's, it feels yeah. like it's more jarring, like creation, like really like floats on these, the kids perspective. Mm-hmm. And like, and then the other Conjuring movies, it starts with the kids, but then you see how it, like, kind of like a virus spreads out into the family. And then once yeah. the Warrens show up, it's now it's a movie, it's an adult perspective. on mm-hmm. like it, and that's what you were saying about, like, the fear growing. This movie just feels like sometimes it's kid stuff, sometimes it's Linda Carnellini, sometimes it's kid stuff. You yeah, know, like, you're not well,
1: necessarily connecting with any of them. Um, well, that's because I didn't feel like I was connecting with the kids, like Nick, Nick sort of what you touched on.
2: Well, the movie is about, I mean, Linda Cardellini is seemingly the main character. And I think that's kind of a fault of the movie as well. As We don't, yeah. you're right, we don't spend enough time with the kids. It really get to know them to a point where we care about them. Um, but like, they just sort but of like, fall into this and they're sort of hapless victims. And they don't really do anything. If the kids were the main characters, the kids needed to be the one to grab the cross to the end and stab Lie your aunt, right but it's not linda is the main character and she's dealing with loss but we never really get into that too much because we just see a picture of her husband we don't get any scenes with him we don't really understand i mean we they, we want they want us to know that she's you know still in mourning for her husband but we never really get to know that at all
4: well that's the, i think that's the thing too cuz like again back to the other movies that do like this kind of relationship better you see the hardship like the real world hardship that the adults are dealing with And you kind of empathize with that while the children are dealing with this supernatural hardship, right? And then at some point, the two cross paths and you can see how they're like, they have morphed into this one big blob of like, how could this be any worse? So you have, you know, the mom who, the dude from office space is gone all the time and like Mm -hmm. she's having to raise all these kids and it's just like very overbearing. Then you have another single mom in Conjuring 2 and and, in this movie, it felt like, she, they were like, we're telling her, oh, she is really upset about having lost her husband, but she's still pretty, du- like, doing her job, and she's, like only kind of struggling. It just didn't feel like the same, and it may just be a casting thing, because I see Linda Cardellini, and I go, she's gonna handle shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like, isn't that the point of the character? Like, I like that, that she wasn't still
3: devastated and wrecked by her husband's death. Like, I like yeah. that it, this wasn't super hung up on that,
4: that it but was that she's a strong person, doesn't need to worry about that. what's the growth, I, I, What's I her agree, growth trajectory? In but this, I, you know? like, what's yeah, I do control? think in this, it makes it harder for me to, like, feel this constant dread, like, oh, God, things are getting even worse for this person. How How much shit does one person have to bear before they break kind of thing which is just in general i feel like a motif across all of the conjuring movies um so this one just didn't feel as seamless and i think that maybe influenced some of the scares of it uh we'll probably get into it later but i also don't think that the the la llorona was that scary She wasn't, and I
0: I think that this movie, like, it distracts you more than the other ones do. Like, The Nun, I was complaining a lot about it at moments feeling like an action movie, and that was, like, weird. But with this one, it's the first time in the conjuring cinematic universe that there's not a single character that acts believable ever. And I think that when we look at the other ones, there's there's pinpoints we can choose characters and be like, they wouldn't do that, or why is this – why is the dad leaving for a, a gig when all this crazy stuff's going on like it just kind of seems unbelievable but it can still be backed up with well they need money they need this to survive whatever in this one these little kids see a fucking demon get burned and don't tell their mom and what happened their mom Why? the mom goes through this ashamed? issue yeah. the mom sees the burns the same burn as the other kids and isn't immediately like oh i gotta put this together i i know what's happening and like then they have the scene where she's looking at the pictures of the other kids and sees the exact same fucking marks that her kids have and doesn't immediately run up to talk to them. You yeah. know, it's just like, and they just continue going like that. And then the weird the child protective services storyline that goes on, it's like, why is this even here? Like, what is the point of this? It doesn't get <laughs> resolved by the end. Not, not only
2: that, Tim, but it's like that, it's like if someone complained about you and they sent me to go check on you. I'm like, what a compliment yeah, yeah. of interest. Is there any like, people
4: working? <laughs> Her coworker from the beginning of the movie yeah. showed up at her front door, and she was like, "Finally, it's my turn to take your kids." It's like, "Wait, hold on, this is a weird animosity <laughs> happening in <laughs> the CPS <laughs> office." It's really it's office <laughs> isn't isn't it driven
3: is. home right in the first scene where it's just Very like she's going to take some of your cases. It didn't really drive home that they're like rivals to that level. They <laughs> yeah, are yeah, like right, right? I at I the the woman has to say, "I know you might not believe this, but I don't, I don't want to be here either." Like, "Oh yeah, fuck, yeah. I realize you're, you're like, we're that much of enemies at work."
2: Yeah, it is. It is. It is dire (laughs) at the social service
4: office, man. It is is out there. Everybody's going for that fifteen cent raise. I I don't want to entirely dunk on this movie because I do think something that I appreciate is something that's watchable. And I, I, I'm constantly comparing things to the first Annabelle, where I was like, "There's good moments, but I'm so like feel like things are dragging." Which is also why I kind of was like more down with the nun because although it's tonally, I felt like it was way off from some of these other movies. I wasn't bored watching it, and then. As soon as I thought I might get bored, it ended. Um, (laughs) So, like with this movie, I liked Linda Cardellini, even though even if I don't know that she fit to really execute better, I liked her. I liked the priest, even if I don't know that he necessarily fit. Like it's like they got these really great actors, even if they didn't, even if they were weren't right for the part. So there was like I kind of enjoyed watching it. I still think the there's moments, too, like we're talking about the car. I think when the the little girl has the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Like... With the pool. Like, if you're looking at the storyboards, it's probably like, oh, shit, like, that's real scary. It's a great moment. Yeah. It's a great moment. Like, you open up this thing, and it creates this window, and it's rainy, kind of... Like, it makes sense thematically, and then there's a thing on the other side of it, but then you pull it away, and it's gone. It's like, that's a great, that's a great horror moment, but something in the execution of it, like it being the daytime and the girl just kind of not really seeming too concerned like i just didn't yeah. get fear from a lot of the things oh, that there's the a great was one doing.
3: where like, when, I mean, it's that one where she falls down and pushes herself away from the pool and it's just mm-hmm. a little girl going mm-hmm. and it's like okay well you can see where the direction was and that's yeah the yeah yeah out of this poor girl think, is to get it done and i, I, I yeah, want yeah. to jump off of this if you don't mind nick before sure. like that's i think what speaks to me about the film james is like i enjoy the cast more than the other casts and it is that thing of everything that you're, we're all saying about like uh reasons why they do things or their motivations or yeah the mom not putting it all together it's all very accurate and i think my bar is just so low after the nun and the second annabelle or whatever <laughs> or
0: any of the first annabelle right where it's just like the second annabelle is our ranked I, number two movie my he I don't, the first he meant the first He's you at the it? farmhouse one yeah, the
3: farmhouse one I don't love. I don't oh. adore. Like I think it's oh, fine, yeah. but like, and okay. I just I enjoy this one more because I enjoy the cast more. I think where I do enjoy mm-hmm. uh, Raymond Cruz, Raphael. Like you know what I mean. I, I laugh multiple times with him. Where I like his stupid. Like I'm not mm-hmm. scared. Or I never. Even, even Raphael like, scared. No, I don't. Yeah, the Tada, the holy water thing. Like I enjoyed yeah. all that.
2: It's one of those things where I, I – I, I, and I, they had something there, and I wish that he had been a little bit more prevalent in the story. I wish that it would have been one of those things where we didn't – why did we need the other guy, the other priest in this story except for to give us exposition and then tie it into the greater franchise of – I mean, this movie does not need – it's loosely – like tied into the conjuring series if they hadn't made a mention of annabelle and had this guy in it there would be absolutely no connection to these two movies or these two series whatsoever so i just wish that they would have had it's the same issue i had with last week's movie where i'm like why are there three main characters why is it not just the the young nun and the older priest or just the young nun and this farmhand that's an idiot that's needing to figure out that you shouldn't hit on uh, on nuns um (laughs) It's just, it, it's very weird, and the guy kind of just feels shoehorned. It's to the point where I wasn't paying close enough attention during the um, the scene where he's doing the, the sage stuff to people that I didn't recognize that it was him. So I rolled it back and I was like, okay, and they do have a mm-hmm. shot of him looking over and being like, "Hello, look at me," because I'm gonna be in character <laughs> <in> the <laughs> character. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> but I wish that she had been like asked around, and they were like, "You got to go to this guy," or he. They had a scene. Yeah. or a moment during that scene where he says something cryptic to her or something like that. And he's back there investigating instead of her having to like convince him to come help them, it, which was it, an awkward scene as well.
4: It did really feel like we always talk about like what maybe were the phases that this movie went through. It did really feel like there was a La Llorona movie and then there was a priest in it. And then they said, well, right. we want to tie right. this to something. So we're going to give some of those parts to Perez, rewrite that first introduction to this priest as Perez and then now it's tied to Annabelle and then we'll swap them at the end. And so it feels like it kind of undercut him. So he just showed part of me. I was watching it and I was going like, are they setting up like an Avengers style? Yes. It's going to be the priest. It's going to be Tysa. It's going to be the Warrens. (laughs) Like it's going to be all of the different people from the different movies and they're going to combine under the tutelage. They have to stop the actual devil. Yeah. yeah. If there had been a
1: roadmap for the franchise, there could have been a really eloquent way of having the the same priest appear in both movies, mm-hmm. and you know these just be events within his his life as a He's supernatural fighting priest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> like that that could have been something fun. Mm-hmm. But I do think that sometimes this franchise is a, l- a little bit you know looking looking to only the next movie and not two to three movies ahead. Yeah. Which I still um, love it so.
2: I, uh, when, I mean, I I did, I wasn't like incredibly bored watching this movie. They did have a little trouble keeping my attention at a certain point just because I feel like there wasn't enough. One of the main reasons why I think that it suffers and, and one of my big gripes with it is that I just, the other movies, it became evident and they set up that it takes a long time for these things to wear people down to the point where then they can consume them, which gives the the filmmaker and the writer and the audience a reason to be there for two hours. In this one, I'm like, why can't La Llorona just walk the fuck in and take the kid? I don't understand why those kids lasted any longer than 15 seconds. The other two yeah. kids went to a hospital. They're gone. They're you know what I mean? So like at, at, a, at an hour in, I'm like, I don't understand what her powers are and why she can't just this is even before the priest. Why wouldn't she just the second she grabbed that kid, kill it? I don't, or, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, it's I, I'm right there with you, Nick, and it, you, you brought up not being bored, and, and James was talking about it as well. Where it's like, I don't think this movie's boring at all. Like it, it goes by fast enough, and it it is it's fine enough. But I do find it disappointing. Like I feel like I'm constantly looking at it, and I'm, I'm questioning my like, why am I watching this? Because yeah. I'm watching this to get a horror movie, to get scared, to see this stuff. Every single scare in this movie is La Llorona looking like somebody that just learned after effects for the first time there was a video mm-hmm. copilot.com and they're like yeah, how many different ways can can we show like oh you can only see her in the umbrella or in this small mirror yeah. or in that small mirror she or how door. many doors can fucking open and close in this movie like that is all Every this movie door, is the doors are the real stars the secret delight of this movie <laughs> oh they're <laughs> definitely doors it's outdoors. insane. like for reals though how many doors are there like how many times how many are you going to rely on just a door opening and closing and then just getting a glimpse that looks just poorly done with a, a quick edit cut of her like Tim, know. it's, it's
2: mm-hmm. to the point where I actually thought if this were my house, I would consider taking the doors off the hinges and just putting them <laughs>
0: in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> <We> got <laughs> you <laughs> now, yeah. La <laughs> Um I,
4: I would also say just one thing in terms of her character. I thought it was really lame that they were like, we solved the problem by stabbing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: Like that's like the lamest way to ever defeat like a demon or a villain ever is like by stabbing it And then it's like I'm bleeding to death like and I know it's like oh, it's from the tree that Watched (laughs) her murder her kids or whatever, but it still felt I was like there had to be a more creative way Like when they were doing stuff with the necklace. I was like, oh the necklace is key here but then it's like The necklace is just to a stall for time or whatever, so we could see what she looks like. And it's back to you were in the mirror,
3: about, right? Like, nothing's explained. Yeah. Like, why mm. does the mirror throw her off? Like, why does that have it? Tim Getty's kind of flame.com.
0: I, I was just going to gonna ask, like, what happened there? Like, so the kid had the necklace that was her necklace that she's had the whole movie, and she wasn't like normal when she had it earlier. But it now she's like. her
3: Miho giving, giving a, a gift to her?
0: Her own. at the beginning, because I think,
4: yeah, because like the first scene, right, is the kid is a kid giving the mom a necklace, right? They're like, it's a child. The very opening scene is to, like, the kids in the field. Yeah, son
1: gives his mother a a necklace. And the son gives the
4: mother a necklace. And then Linda Cardellini stole the necklace when they were wrestling in the pool.
1: (laughs) And I I wonder if in Conjuring 3, we'll see that necklace in the Warrens. They'll be I hope so. Mm
4: -hmm. I thought it was, you know,
2: it's one of those things where when the kid was like moving back and the sheet was starting to come off of the mirror, I, I knew that it wasn't necessarily going to be a big plot point. But I thought when she saw herself, that was going to be like, oh my gosh, I see what myself I as a normal person mm-hmm. again. Look yeah. what I've become. Yeah. And then that would have been the thing that would have needed to be set up. What a cool mm-hmm. what a cool thing and a, and a giant missed opportunity to have the kids actually be the ones to like yeah. figure it out and beat the, beat the villain. But mm-hmm. no, she just sees herself and screams again. And it's a little well, bit because- of a... Cheap Because
4: what you want to be, I mean, here, uh, not to not to do one of those things where the review is now rewriting the movie. But what you want it to be is a single mom dealing with the stress of having to raise two children all on her own. Right. Like, how do you manage that life on the bad side is a mom who the stress got her to the point where she said, I can't handle this so much that I'm going to kill my kids and kill myself. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't endure this. And that's the worst case scenario and And then you want it to be beaten by the best case scenario, which is a mom who cares for her kids. And despite all of the anguish and torment that she's going through, having had these kids, they are now literally haunted and possessed and stuff that (laughs) I still I still can't. I could never imagine something bad happening to them. That goodness offsets the badness, which defeats the badness what you kind of want the movie to be but it really isn't so much it's just kind of like two moms fighting each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways and then one gets stabbed in the chest you know I, <laughs> yeah it's
1: the mom during it is definitely during. this movie
2: <laughs> oh it's like yes yeah, three moms fighting each other right because we forgot about that other i guess you were you oh yeah of, you know, the, the character, character. is that second character that just didn't and again, one of the cooler reveals. I do. I do agree with Tim, where when when she crosses the threshold, I was like, wait a minute, that's not cool. And then it it, it reveals that it's the other mom. But man, she has a quick turn.
3: Well, it's that, just that, uh, like Nick. Nick, you brought this up a
0: second ago about uh, like the, the the themes and stuff, and like what James is talking about about the two different sides. Really, just because it seems like the movie's theme is moms. They're like, oh, this. That's the, the common thread between the stuff. It's like, okay, but what about them? Ah, no, just, just that they're moms. moms am I right? Like, uh, okay, so oh, and you they all have two kids.
3: Mom and kill, you can be a good mom and take care of your kids. You can be a bad mom and kill your kids. You can be a middle-of-the-road mom, try to protect your
4: kids, and then try to kill some other mom's kids. But <laughs> hey, we can all agree that mom's got kids. Mom's got kids. <laughs> and they're <laughs> the, the best. Kid. That is the thing. It's the, it's the heated emotions of child, the child protective services industry because, yeah, that what Patricia, that other mom, Patricia or whatever, she's like, I prayed to her to go get your kids because of what you did. And she's like, stop the cop from knocking down your door and dragging you out in cups. Like that's, I, I literally, she's like, I literally just intervened to pr- help you protect and keep your family together. And you yeah. did everything you could to fuck me over. And now you're cursing my kids. Piss off, Patricia. That's what I say.
0: <laughs> what I mean, uh, uh, this is, this is super difficult. pickle, Patricia. <laughs> But but at the end of the movie, I just thought it was really funny that the 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 badass priest just gets in a taxi cab. <laughs> it's like that's um, the, like the most interesting way you can show him leaving the family is just so like no, right Jen outside the, the house.
3: Oh Jen was God. like, "Why is his bandage over his shirt?" And his I'm like, shirt. "To remind us that he got shot." He got shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why it's like that to remind. Us. Way, you. way, well, it's
1: like do if do they're, they're setting went? him up as this hero fighting priest, it's like the worst Batmobile you can yeah. you could <laughs> possibly have. Just having to call a taxi. So weird. How do you think that
2: conversation went down once he got out of the taxi? Hey, sir, where to? What's going on with your arm? Nothing. I got Don't shot. ask
4: questions. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask questions. <laughs> no, no,
2: no. Uh, I'm not going to take you to the airport, sir. I'm sorry.
4: It's not, I uh... have I have also decided that one of the things that I hate about all of these movies is the motif of the last shot ending on something without anything happening.
2: Sure, sure. Mm,
3: like
4: because the last shot in this is she walks. She's like going to go back into her house, and she looks back, and there's a puddle on the ground. And then it goes it shows zooms the into the puddle of the and it shows her reflection and then it ends. And I'm like, OK, I get it in the first Conjuring movie. OK, they left you with some anticipation. They showed the little box and it was you were genuinely scared because it had set up so many scares from that box. You're waiting for something to happen and then nothing did. And the movie ends and you're like, OK, that's a cool. But now every it feels like every single movie ends with something. And but it's all insignificant. It
0: all ends on yeah. something
4: that is nothing. So why are you showing me a puddle they're
0: like, just comfortable mean- <laughs> you know they're just comfortable with the way they end these movies like they know uh-huh. how to do it speaking of comfort me believes Ooh. that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin it's about, about feeling one. comfortable in your skin you're a total badass and what you wear should only accentuate that fact me truly believes in empowering self-expression their pledge for 2020 and Beyond, beyond. Is called Me Undies gives an initiative that supports those who have systemic barriers to their self-expression. By shopping Me Undies, you support causes such as LGBTQ plus communities, mental health and well-being, and women's rights. I love Me Undies. We've been supporting it for years. Wearing a Me Undies shirt right now. Me Undies undies. Me Undies socks. I'm Me Undies out, and I'm feeling very comfortable thanks to their micromodal fabric. Uh, Me Undies believes you and your butt deserve comfort inside and out. That's a weird way to say that. Uh, which is why they created the Me Undies membership. It's really just a great way to love on yourself. Joey is a subscriber of this. She gets stuff all the time. She's always very excited. Me Undies has a great offer for you guys. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get your 50% off first order and free shipping, go to meundies.com/slash morning. That's me slash morning morning uh and also shout out to blue chew let's talk about something we could all use more of right now sex and i'm talking about great sex you can now increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up BlueChew.com. that's blue like the color blue blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and Cialis. you can also you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises baby let's go you know what i'm yes, talking about yes. there Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't need to leave the house. If you can benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, they've got a special deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use the promo code FUNNY, you just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E. C H E W dot com promo code funny to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. Blue dot com. Use code funny. Back to the show.
2: I'm going to give that a seven out of ten. I don't wow. know that comfort has anything to do with this franchise. I've never felt comfort while watching any mm-hmm. of the Conjuring series. It was good. Okay. okay. It was. It was just okay. Seven out of ten. Just yeah. okay. Just okay.
4: Firm but fair. He wrote it down. That's ink.
0: Just like blue chew. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways, Greg, what else do you have to say about this movie? You have a look on your face. You look like you have something. (laughs) I enjoyed
3: myself in this movie. I really liked the cast. I thought the cast was really good and kept me entertained. I think that's what I lose about certain other ones where I just didn't enjoy people on screen. And I just didn't. See, him. I'm
2: with James on this one. I or I think maybe at least it. I I love Linda Cardellini. I do. I just don't like her in this. I don't think that this this was a good use of her talents. I don't think she sells horror. You, said very you started
3: well. this talking about her guttural screams.
2: She has a scream. That was the one take we got on that one. We couldn't have. You, you know, you. I mean, maybe it's just my my anticipation that it's going to be like that high pitched sort of like terror scream. This was more like. When you drop a
0: pan, you're like,
2: "Oh no!" And you're like, "Oh." She sounds it.
4: like this. I, I mean, she kind of has a voice like this anyway. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, I'm, I, I, speaking of screams, though, I do think that this movie features the best scream we've ever seen so far in the, the whole little, country. It's the very beginning. The little boy at the very beginning, the the boy. Boy the very beginning when he yep. gets destroyed in the, uh, the the safe place, wherever the hell they are in the green hallways oh my god the sheer terror on his face like give this kid all the awards i always want to know
4: what they do to (laughs) To get 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 that performance like let's just got his mom and they put (laughs) put a gun to her head because he's contorted (laughs) he's great
2: I Thought you meant the kid at the very beginning when we get the flashback of the kid seeing his brother being drowned and he screams, and it's not good at all. And I was like, oh, This no, movie no. just hit a level of B movie that I have. Well, keep seen it in keep it in mind
3: that was in the 1600s, they screamed differently then, Nick. Did. I, yeah. I would not know, like, I I wasn't, was I'm not different. that old, Greg. I wouldn't know. No, no it's I mean, not I mean, an old I mean, thing. Serious. An history thing, like it's they scream differently there, and it's just like how you would have been a really tall person back then.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. hey, shout I, out I, the 1600s.
0: I'm not making fun of her being sarcastic. That kid's scream is the best on-screen scream I've ever seen. It's I, I so was, good. Back <laughs> to, the last the, last back last to when he's though. at
3: the orphanage, that kid.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: yeah.
2: yeah. So I, when yeah. I was watching that scene, though, so he comes out, right, and he sees his brother standing in the middle of the hallway, and he's like, what's going on, man? What's, what are you doing out here? And the little brother pointed but because my monitor is so crushed as far as like the contrast is concerned i thought he was just flipping <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> no, dude that
0: wasn't your monitor that's how it looked like it was so poorly shot with the angle yeah. where it's just like it literally looked like he was just standing there <laughs> and i was like
2: okay he's just like go fuck off go back to bed i don't see
0: know. and
3: again back to the point of like the rules not making any sense in this movie right like this is i guess the establishment that what'll happen is La Yorona will fuck with you for a while and then eventually possess one of you to wh- when you call you, when she calls you'll have to come and that's when she can take you over because that's that what she was? does to Sam later on right yeah. and when remember when Sam's a, a zombie in the house and yeah. she's like what's wrong with her or she keeps walking the door and what's wrong with her and Raphael's like La Yorona has her now the next time she calls mm-hmm. she'll come but it's like no one said that up until this point. <laughs> it's bad. You watch the entire movie right there with Nick. I'm like, wait, so why doesn't she just yank him? Oh, right. She, exactly. also, she marks the kids to signify they're, they're hers. Mm-hmm. But then she marks the mom as well. But then yep. she has the kids multiple times.
4: Also, well, there also the, one best thing
2: the kid's trying to leave the house, but he can't because the... the The
4: chains
2: on the door so that's a good point i guess they do sort of set that up but it's a
3: but then but then also i mean i enjoyed myself and i'm not saying they set that up well
4: (gasps) the structure the structure of it though is she doesn't become possessed until she fully conscious fucks up everything by reaching for a doll Right, like there should have been a flip flop there. Something should have happened to her, and then her being possessed is what compromise, and them not realizing that is what compromised yeah. their security in that house. Because after she's possessed, she just kind of trying to tries to wander away, and they go, no, 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 like like no, 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 no. And then they just kind of guide her to a closet, and then All the brothers the just like, the brothers just like, we're just gonna sit here, and she's fine. Like, and so <laughs> like it is weird how those things got flip flopped. Right, it should have been the other way. It should have been. Where is she? What's going on? Oh, no, she was possessed. And she and that's what has now allowed La Yorona
1: back in or whatever. Absolutely. This was a movie that toward the start of quarantine, I had asked Andy Cortez, Andy, would you like to do a watch party, watch this film? Because mm-hmm. there had been, you know, obviously in the kind of funny community talk of trying to get him to watch this movie. And I mm-hmm. thought it's a safe space if he wants to watch it with James and I. We'll make sure, you know, 4 p.m. we're going to start it. Mm-hmm. He'll be done by six. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can play some Overwatch in the evening. Calm down. He he, of course, <laughs> declined many okay. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad that it, it's not the best. So if I was going to have Andy watch a scary movie, it, I'm glad it wasn't this one.
0: Well, well I, I I heard that he did watch it. Oh, um, he did. At least, watch he, it, at least okay. he was supposed to watch it. I'm oh. not sure. Let's uh let's let's tune in with, with uh Andy Cortez and see. He declined you, but.
5: Hey, interview crew. It's me, Andy. Sorry I couldn't be there. I was busy rocking the vote. I hope you were too. Um, uh, what a highly anticipated movie, though, in this franchise. I, you know, growing up in a Mexican American household in the Rio Grande Valley, La Llorona. It's, it's a tale as old as time. You know, we, you'd be playing with your cousins out by the canal or near a river or something. If you hear crying, you know La Llorona's nearby. La Llorona, she drowned her kids. I don't. I never really remembered the reason why, but I think this movie was a faithful adaptation to that story. Um, I thought it was well acted, well directed. Um, I thought Danny Trejo did incredibly well up, um, across from John Leguizamo. I wasn't expecting him to be such a dynamic duo. Eva Longoria, I think she held her own, really played a very powerful role as, as La Llorona. I, I just thought it was an all-around great job from everybody involved. Um, shout out Benjamin Bratt as well. But, yeah, I hope you're all doing well, and I'll, I'll see you all for the next interview, everybody.
0: It's interesting. There. It's interesting that you know there always seems to be something satanic going on when Andy Cortez yeah. is talking. Oh, you guys oh, yeah. heard that, too. I thought it was just on my end. That, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Okay, cool. I thought it was going <laughs> to be like
1: a... Cool thing where he had a scare come up for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. I thought
3: I was going to distort and then be a scare, but it turned. But out then, it was then a I realized it would,
1: it would probably scare him too much yeah, to edit that and make <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, it, was,
5: it was probably just discord, just being discord on mm-hmm. my end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if audience, let us know in the chat if you if you heard that or if it was just no. A- no a- the was audi- audience because- did not hear that. If if okay. I
0: couldn't hear it, they couldn't hear it. Cool, okay, cool, cool. What's the scariest bit of this movie? Oh, Elise hit the song.
1: Ragu. (laughs)
3: in this universe we rank two things the best scare which is actually unranked and then the best beastie Uh, right now for the best scares in the conjuring universe again these are unranked so in the order they happen the fucking clap in conjuring the girl the crazy woman in the doorway in Annabelle uh, the nun to the hallway to the painting in conjuring 2 the sheet ghost bunk beds in Annabelle (laughs) create. and then the nun hands in the casket and the silver spoon in the nun for this one here curse of la Yorona, what's the scariest part what's the best scare i mean it's gotta be the car right we all seem positive on the car yeah i think it is
4: it's Something weird good. though because it doesn't feel it's like oh, i guess it's like is. i mean it's scary i guess it's a scary moment but it's also i don't know i wasn't like ah i was like ah. Oh, it's well done like the. but are a, you ever ah, in
3: this in, in this film
4: I mean when you compare it to stuff like the clapping and the and the nun behind the painting those are moments that like super unnerving like yeah cause you to like feel alarmed at least i i don't know
0: i'll give it to the car one for a couple reasons because the trailer was so good and i feel like when we name a lot of these scares it is like what's the most iconic scare not necessarily the scariest scare like Mm -hmm. when we're talking best scare and I will, for the rest of my life, when I think of La Llorona, I think about the car scene. Like, they mm. did something that, that stuck with me there. And watching the movie added onto the trailer with the Linda Cardellini opening the door, where I was mm-hmm. like, that was actually pretty good. That was pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, Greg, it's can nice. I introduce, for the first time ever, a podcast within a podcast? I'd love you to. I would like to do the first official Best Scare, Best Hair podcast within a podcast who had the best this, hair hold
4: on is this a podcast within a podcast within a podcast
2: absolutely because we haven't okay. voted on ragu bag yet I, th- I think we all just agreed on the car right yeah because <laughs> i can't remember yeah. the scares Which just well, this does not speak well for this movie i I'm think best say,
1: scare hair has to be the kid in the bathtub getting her hair washed by the mm, ghost hands true not that's scary. scary. That, say that
4: moment, for some somehow, was managed to not be scary at all. It's like, wow. yeah, that looks nice. I would totally like, take very those slow. hands. Very yeah. Slow. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, again, that's that's another one of those 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 scenes where I thought the same thing. I was like, this should be scary, like her. Well, those hands coming in, there was just something about the speed at which they came in and the way it was shot that I was just like, oh, okay. it's gingerly. Relaxing. It, felt yeah. like, it felt
4: like it felt like they couldn't make a scary movie parody of this movie because yes. they had already shot things the way that you would shoot it in a scary movie, which is to take the fear but then remove it, right? Like so, like the hands coming, that whole sequence felt like I was like, this feels like it would be in a scary movie, but I don't know how they'd change it.
1: Yeah, oh, if it had been Mitch McConnell's scared. hands coming in. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'll yeah. tell you one thing right now. You know. All they need it is then marlon wayne's I,
2: I bet i bet someone out there in our community could recut this movie with any marlon wayne's movie or any damon like any wayne's brothers movie and it could just be a scary movie you just put him in there once boom, yeah. oh, done mm.
4: yeah it's not a, not a nice
0: thing game. to say about this <laughs> no it's not uh, let's do a little bit of the ragu bagu we already did all the fun songs. Great. where are we at with the ranking of the, the beasts? Did we come up with best
3: hair, though? Did Nick ever, Nick introduce the segment? I never heard what he wanted to put there. Yeah.
2: Well, I was just going to um, recommend the actor who played The Priest because he had great hair this entire time. Okay. That's okay. all okay. I wanted. All right. yeah. Father
4: Perez. Father Perez referring there, to there, Father dude. Perez, of course. Oh, I also, was not we talking not about to, that priest,
0: we're hey, talking Raphael? about the guy Raphael. that got
2: a gunshot. I forget his name. I'm Raphael, all
0: right. Yeah, yeah, but Perez I also should be in there. I love that Nick introduced a new podcast with the podcast when, like, Nick's most famous podcast within podcast is Wiggin' Out, which is all hair based. And granted, we don't know it was a wig, but I feel like you could have just put it under that.
2: Yeah, I could have, but I think it was his natural hair. I think the guy just got great hair, and we all need it. <laughs> all right, that. time Come to on rank Bruce. the great best hairline.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, Right now, in our Conjuring in Review, Cuckoo, Raggu Bagu, It looks like this: number one, Valak in Conjuring two; number two, Annabelle's Demon and Annabelle Creation; number three, Bathsheba in Conjuring; number four, Annabelle's Demon and Annabelle; number five, The Nun in The Nun. Where do we want to put La Llorona from La Hirona?
2: Dead last. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I just don't I think there's nothing compelling about this character at all.
4: I don't think that she, I was not frightened of her. No. In she least. looks
2: a little bit like um, Bad It cosplay. In a couple, in a couple sure. instances. Sure. see see Okay.
4: All and right. I just, okay. yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't. It's not memorable. There's no memorable scares. There's no situations really that I can think of. But that, that, the, the washing of the hair should have been like, oh my god, this is an iconic
4: scene movie. That's what I feel, of I feel. I feel like Maxine. somewhere out there is concept art and storyboards for this movie that are really scary. That mm-hmm. like seem to paint a really scary, like the image of the wedding dress, like time like period piece time wedding dress like that stuff that should be all be terrifying that's like default terrifying up there with like wicker wheelchairs in terms of like you're just <laughs> here that's I, terrifying. like and so it should be but then you see her and i maybe a part of it is because they you see her pretty clearly from very early on like there's a couple moments where the kid walks up to the to the fence and then she's like hovered over there crying and she goes like and her neck like cracks but then mm-hmm. it feels like from then on out they're like, yeah she's got yellow eyes. She's like a ghost face, with yellow eyes. It's scary. And you're like, I'm not as scared of that anymore. <sighs> no. This so is—it's like hard to
3: demonize, right? That's the whole thing about it. Yeah. Where I think again, trying to pull it into the Conjuring universe when it really doesn't feel like it was originally designed to be in the Conjuring universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a—it's uh, it, weird for me because like I definitely think La Llorona's last because there's no consistency and also there's no scares and that's the whole point <laughs> of this. But I, it's hard for me to say that because the nuns sucked. The nun really sucked. So like, I want to just give a shout out to the bottom two for me, which is the nun in La Llorona. Get the hell out of here. Come on. <laughs> you
3: ain't scared. You got busted.
0: Yeah, totally. Anyone disagree?
1: Nope. No. 100% no. bottom says cease. All the I get sometimes I get French and Spanish confused now. <laughs> 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 I took a year uh, of Spanish in high school, and now mm-hmm. sometimes the French words are yep. gone. Your
0: conjugations are all screwed you. up. I hear you. <laughs> Elise, can son. we get a little haiku and review?
1: Seven syllables in the middle. Is it, are you guys going to clap for it? Should
0: I don't know, know where call. the claps
1: clapping go. comes at the yeah, end it
4: generally.
0: It goes, but
3: yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh,
1: Jesus. So Seven syllables in the middle. Five for the first and last one. I can't, I can't do this to the rhythm. I'm so sorry. We are gonna have to kill the claps.
4: <sighs> Greg, let's go to claps, claps. Thank you. <laughs> the the claps. Elise, let's <laughs> take it one more time. Uh, you I could do the, the claps between me
1: talking, yeah.
4: it's, but it's, I don't think the claps happen oh,
1: there. God. It's, it's it is this live d- today? Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah, yeah it is, uh, here, here's, what, here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna, I'm gonna clap based off of you, I'm gonna silence myself so you don't get thrown off of the claps. Oh, How about that's that?
1: That's great. Thank you, Barrett. Seven syllables in the middle. I can still hear you. I can have yeah, hear Yeah, the clap hear. It's, awesome <laughs> it's super <laughs> off.
5: It's super I don't off. think you <laughs> need No, to it's, clap. It's, you it's, it's, it's not clap. off on my end, though. Just, I don't and it's not letting me mute myself. That's so I don't weird. don't even let's think, think the
1: clap happened there. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right. Seven syllables in the middle. Five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, don't need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku. In review. In review. Were you guys just clapping wherever you wanted.
4: That's all, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. is, is it just me? this isn't the clapping just haiku in review. Clap, yeah. clap,
0: haiku in
4: review. No, clap, no.
0: clap. It's not it's quite that claps God, or whatever. Welcome you to haiku in review. This is where you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, uh, just like the meep master. There's nowhere to hide. La Llorona wants small fries, just wants to baptize. <laughs> Oh, Again, nice. you don't need to rhyme, but I always appreciate when it does. I appreciate that when it a does.
4: Good, that is the good thing about being killed by La Yorona is that you go to heaven because you're baptized right before you die, and then you send, get sent right up, so you're good. Wow.
0: Wow. I don't know if she's baptizing you. She's bath I like to like baptize <laughs> you sometimes, Greg.
1: The God, God damn. Or... Like, Nat
0: three, Vu <laughs> writes in. <laughs> Nat Vu says, jump scare. Stupid face, Greg. <laughs> jump scare at the movie velma didn't say jinkies the kid was real dumb mm-hmm. <sighs> there was a little easter egg there watching scooby-doo linda cardellini oh, yeah. velma and scooby-doo oh yeah she's oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh,
2: yeah. also in my one of my favorite all-time adam sandler joint movies which is grandma's boy which he's not oh, in but yeah. that was one of the happy that was one of his cruise movies
0: it's uh samuel here. griffin okay. says man that's a scary movie i totally watched like andy cortez and uh finally Andrew Feistner says, have any demon you want as long as it is a La Llorona. That's la Furious, la baby. La That's la Furious. La. Join the family. You love to see it.
4: <laughs> Woo!
0: How did we go 55 minutes without doing that? We did it before the show, but we didn't okay. actually do it. I, in I think the that's show. why it was a lot of pre show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We kind of set it up and it was
4: like, all yeah. right, let's show. Yeah.
2: It was a, we, we wasted all the good stuff right before the podcast started. That's how it always goes. So goes. now
0: now it's time to rank the conjuring universe, cinematic universe. Currently, number one, the conjuring, number two, Annabelle Creation, number three, the conjuring two, number four, the nun, and number five, Annabelle. I, think, I it's think this is a
2: above song. Annabelle. I would put it above Annabelle, because I just was so fucking bored watching that first Annabelle. I just did not care at all. I and would this put one it least... above
0: the none. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Okay.
4: I'd put it
1: last. It's last, put this on last, Okay.
0: Yeah. My thing is, Annabelle, I know you guys, like, really hate it, and I didn't like it either. But at least it had some scary moments. The elevator scene in that is better than anything in this movie, by a long shot.
2: Yeah, but I was just so... Bored by the time we got to that. Again, that was one of those movies where I'm like, ah, just kill her, just take it, just win. I don't need to see this person do this anymore. At least this one, I, I, you know, the kids did a good decent job here and there. I think Linda Carlin did, did they? a decent job. Name
0: one decent thing the kids did.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're 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 bringing up a lot of good points right now, Tim. Fine, dead last.
4: <laughs> here's here's my concern: is when I first watched Annabelle, I went, "Wow, that sucked," and then when we were going to rewatch it for this, I kind of got excited for it again. Cause I was like, it couldn't have been as boring as I remember it being. And then it was. So I'm worrying that it's happening again. The cycle is repeating itself oh my God. with Annabelle where you watch it, you, no one enjoys it. And then as you get further away from it, you assume it can't be as unenjoyable as it <laughs> was. And then, so you start to give it more positive attributes, even though it doesn't deserve that. I'm just worried that the cycle is repeating itself. That's my concern. So I I feel like knowing, having seen Annabelle twice, I'm probably going to put this one above Annabelle for me, at least. But I don't also, I don't think it was as fun as The nun though the nun was stupid but I thought at least the nun was like ah watching your Halloween ah yeah you know yeah, the nun, I always nun have a lot least... going on it doesn't seem to match the world at all but I was like ah, well you know
0: the, the way fun. the way I feel about this is looking at these movies I feel like we're, we're starting to see some solid tiers forming and it's pretty clear there's the good tier and then the bad tier and that's mm-hmm. kind of all that it is and I feel like conjuring two and above we're talking good everything mm-hmm. else below we're talking real bad and when i look at like the mcu which is uh, the birth of all of these cinematic universes that we're talking about here on in review there's the clear tiers that start forming of like the top tier where we're talking about thor ragnarok and whatever and then there's the bottom tier where we're going all the way down to dark world mm-hmm. i feel personally like the nun and la Llorona are the, the thor dark world whereas annabelle is more of a thor where it's like i i don't like it and it's clearly bottom tier but it's not the dark world and i'm looking at this and i'm like annabelle i feel is at least a step up above the nun and I feel like you're just i feel like everything you're saying is
2: sacrilege because one of these movies has chris hensworth shirtless and the other one doesn't so tim i need you to go into the corner and flagellate yourself while you talk because the thor movies are far and away better than than this movie ever can possibly be well
3: and he's talking about the tears i Aren't know yeah. saying in i'm saying I'm, I'm,
2: I'm teasing him for comparing this movie to anything the mcu has done okay. as i'm sure the chat will uh shortly now as well um i don't, I don't know. know i feel like there's i think i think these movies are in two tiers personally uh, enjoyable and... that's what i just said <laughs> <laughs> well i guess right. okay I'm sorry. i can't I tell, least, tell if nick's gonna
4: tiers. do a ad segue because he's <laughs> agreeing
2: with you.
3: <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of tears, let me tell you about because
2: I, okay, let me disagree with you then because I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like this movie is, I don't, I don't ever want to watch this movie again. How about that? We'll just say that. See, I think him, Tim though.
3: nails it that there's the two tiers. And for me, this is the best of the bad movies. Like, I think it's above uh, the Annabelle hmm. and uh, None that you put out. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, let's hmm. vote, everybody. Who thinks this is better than Annabelle? Raise your hand yeah Greg I'll say it Greg James and Nick raise their hand
4: peer pressure vote from Nick who
0: thinks this is better than the nun raise your hand Greg raises his hand so the new rankings are number one The Conjuring number two Annabelle Creation number three The Conjuring two number four The Nun number five The Curse of La Llorona and number six Annabelle next week we're taking it home baby with Annabelle Comes Home the final movie Uh -uh. so far in the Conjuring Universe Cinematic Universe very excited about this one nick
4: know. if if you had to re-watch any of the two last movies we've watched which would you which would you want to watch
2: between the nun or this last one or this one, yeah. yeah which one I would, I would probably um none there you go
0: there hey! we're back in it boy. Redemption, hey, 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 hey. redemption love you guys we'll be back mm-hmm. later Bye. <laughs>